Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. We continued in our exploration of Psalm 50 in our last episode. Here, we learned about our Father remaining silent at the moment. Where it has been hundreds of years since Jesus walked the earth, and we have had the physical presence of our Father here on earth, but it doesn't mean that He is not moving and speaking into our own individual lives. It just means that we, in anticipation, can wait for His coming and continue building our personal relationship with Him while continuing to help share His love with others. The verses told us what to expect when He does come. There will be fire and a great tempest. When He comes back, there will be no doubt it is Him with the great power that He moves with. We also saw that fire is a representation of justice and tempest is representative of power. So, in overwhelming power, our Father will come, bringing justice. The next verse told us about how the heavens were going to be called to assist in bringing judgment where it is due. Then, all the saints, those who have made a covenant with God of sacrifice, will be brought together. This made me reflect, have I made a covenant with God in sacrifice of my life to further His mission? If not, how should I be? What is your answer to these questions, and do you have something that you can improve or change? We then ended on a verse telling us that He is God, even our God. It makes me think that He is telling us that He has ultimate authority, but in that, He loves us and is our Father. With that, let's jump back into Psalm 50 and see what else it holds for us to learn. Psalm 50 verse 8, I will not reprove thee for thy sacrifices or thy burnt offerings, to have been continually before me. I will take no bullock out of thy house, nor he goats out of thy folds, for every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine and the fullness thereof. Will I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. When reading these verses, there are a couple of things that stand out as the message that God is trying to portray to us. First off, at the writing of this psalm, there were sacrifices made unto God continually at his house or tent in repentance for sin or in praise and offering of first fruits to God to thank him for his provision. But the first verses say, God will not take the bull out of our house or the goats out of the field. The next verses tell us that literally everything belongs to God, so he doesn't need our sacrifices. It is not out of need that he wants our sacrifice to be offered to him. Instead, it is out of the reflection of our heart and trust in him. As he states in verse 11, he knows all the birds and the mountains and all the wild beasts. If he knows and cares for all of these animals, How much more is he caring, seeing, and providing for each of us? He wants us to realize that everything is his. The most important thing in life 
life itself, the ability to breathe and move comes from God and is on loan to us. We have no power to add days to our life. Instead, by worry, we actually shorten our days. What we have, He has given to us through the talents and skills He provided us with. Therefore, what are we doing with those things? Are we hoarding them for ourselves and trying to get more and build ourselves up? Or are we thanking through sacrifice the one who gave everything to us, letting him know how grateful we are? He tells us he doesn't need these things, but he wants our hearts to realize and glorify him, pursuing his mission with our life instead of just our own. He literally tells us that if he was hungry, he would not tell us. He is more than able to provide for himself and the need that exists. But is our heart willing to take what we have been given and use it to assist him in his mission? He doesn't need our help, but wants us to assist and reflect his great goodness through our faith and trust in his ability to use what we have to the very best. Are we living from a place of knowing that he is fully caring and providing for us and running with his mission? Or are we living from a place of scarcity or thinking only of our own gain? This isn't just in regards to our finances, but also our time and how we spend it. Verse 14 literally tells us to offer God our thanksgiving for his care and provision to give us life and the things that we have. Then it says pay our vows. He doesn't want sacrifices of our things, but our love and devotion to him. As a father, he loves us and wants to care for us, as we see in verse 15, where he tells us, when we come up against trouble, call on him. This reminds me of when I run into car trouble or something is broken, I call my dad right away for advice. So too, the creator of the universe wants us to call him when we face trouble. He wants to be the first number in your emergency contact list. He tells us that he will deliver us and we should give him glory. When he comes through for us and saves us from our trial, thank him and acknowledge his provision for us. These verses have helped me reflect where my heart is in regard to thanking God and appreciating his great care for me. What about you? Join me in the next episode to see what else we have to learn.